Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. On today's episode, I'm joined by my guest, Rose Gabler. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode today. Rose is an author, a speaker, and a creativity coach. She grew up in a family of artists. She felt pressures to be artistically expressive, but didn't know how to connect her innate creative strengths with her desired business goals. She began a lifelong journey trying to bridge this gap and faced many challenges in discovering a solid link. After acquiring her master's degree in business of arts and culture, she traveled the world for three years and interviewing hundreds of people in various industries about creativity. She discovered that there were five universal contributing factors that empower our ability to be creative and to utilize it as a skill. She was recently named one of the top 20 female entrepreneurs to look out for in 2021, and her newest book, The Creativity Gene, achieved bestseller status on the first day. Now she lives in Chicago, Illinois with her husband and two golden doodles, working with entrepreneurs, artists, and individuals to hone in on their creative strengths and align them with personal and professional goals to achieve success. I am so excited. Today's guest is Rose Gabler. She is a creativity coach, a speaker, and an author. She is top 20 female entrepreneurs to look for in 2021. And she wrote the best-selling book, The Five Creativity, The Creativity Gene, Five Universal Traits to Spark Success, which achieved bestseller status in the first day. Hi, Rose. Thank you for coming on. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So can you tell us about yourself? Sure. So um, I am from Chicago and uh, I have lived here most of my life except for a few little stints elsewhere, but I have um, been involved in the art and creativity realm for my whole life wherever I've been. (laughs) And Um, So this journey of writing the book, The Creativity Gene, has been a few years um, coming, but it took me, um, after doing like preliminary research and then realizing that I actually Mm -hmm. wanted to write a book, that um, the book came to fruition in four and a half months. And that is exactly where I'm at right now, just enjoying the process of it and the fact that I am now an author. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. This is something I have wanted to write a book since I was little um, and I haven't done it yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have like, how do you define creativity? I know some people it's writing or they think um, an artist like painting. How do you define it? 
Yeah, um, that is actually a really great point because so during my interviews for this book, I asked whatever how everybody defined creativity and I never received the same response twice. It's oh. so it's so interesting how we all think of creativity differently. And so my personal definition of creativity is your unique ability to produce new results. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. as, as I was learning throughout all of my interviews and my research and all of my studies, it's that creativity is not just solely associated with what we traditionally associate creativity with. It's not just an art form. It's not just a, like an expression of creativity through um, like those, uh, those traditional senses like writing and singing theater. Um, it's so much more than that. And it's present mm-hmm. in every industry really. So um, even the industries we don't think it is, it is. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I wanted to create a more universal approach to creative growth. And that is what sparked this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true because I'm also a yoga and fitness instructor and my favorite part, well, I mean, I love connecting with the students and helping them, but also my favorite part is planning and creating the class and creating mm-hmm. the music that goes along with my yoga flow or something. And that mm-hmm. really like fuels me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, what? Okay. So if, what if someone is sitting there thinking they're not creative and they want to become more creative? Do you have any, anything you would suggest that they do? Yes, definitely. So this is actually probably one of the biggest hurdles that a lot of us face is thinking that we aren't creative. Mm-hmm. And um, when we are, I mean, creativity, again, it's in every industry, but it's also in your everyday life. Like when you decide to organize a kitchen cabinet so that it's more efficient or effective, like that takes your creative knowledge and skills to be able to pull that off. Um, but if you are sitting and wanting to find a way to be more creatively expressive, what I recommend doing is just taking a moment, sitting in silence and just thinking what is creative. And the first idea or action that comes to your mind that is associated with creativity, go and do it. (laughs) And like, you don't have to be good at it. Like if it's painting, just like get some watercolors and a piece of paper and just start doing it. But the more that you just act on what your mind already associates with creativity, the more it will reinforce to yourself that you are creative. Like I am doing something creative. This is creativity. I already know it's creative and it's going to help fuel creative inspiration in other areas of your life just by doing it. Like, again, this isn't meant to be something that you have to share with the world or anything (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you, you can, if you want, but you don't have to, like, you don't have to put the pressure on yourself for that. I mean, this can be a solely, just purpose fulfilling and soul fulfilling experience for you personally. And I think that that's, again, like one of the biggest hurdles that we each face is trying to figure out, like, accept the fact that we are creative and then how to train our minds to make us realize we are and accept it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So turning to, towards um, your book, um, what are some of, or can you share with us some of the five universal traits? I don't want, I want people to go buy your book. I don't want you to 
give it all away. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely tell um, what the five traits are um, because you like, even if I do tell you what they are, everybody has access to them and knowledge of them. It's not like a secret, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so the five universal traits are basically observations that I made throughout my research and my interviews. And they are the most impactful um, areas of our lives that contribute to creative growth. So the first one is your life experience. You know, how did you grow up interpreting and experiencing creativity in your life? Um, your expertise, what is your chosen area of um, your career path and how does and how has that impacted and influenced your creativity your environment you know there's a lot of professions today that don't really empower creativity and um, a lot of us get stuck into feeling that if we aren't allowed to be creative then we need to find a place to have permission and that's just not the case um, your ability to be flexible because creativity, I think, is one of those um, problem-solving skills that allows you to adapt and change with your situation, um, which now we all know, based on what has been going on in the world, that we are creative in some certain aspect. Yeah. And um, the last one is your grit, because creativity is also a muscle. It's not magic. You know, you can't just pick it up and say, like, that this is your creative growth and this is you thriving creatively. It's something that you have to continue to work on and improve every day. And uh -huh. um, the more that you dive into those five elements of your life and just kind of consider the influence of on creativity that each one of those has, you'll be able to better understand your own personal creative strengths better. Yeah. How, what would you say to someone? Okay. So both of my daughters, they're one's 14 and one's 10 they're both mm -hmm. very good at writing they're in um like the gifted um ELA uh program at school um they both enjoy it but then they used to read and write so much more now it's become studious in school like mm -hmm. how would you what would you say to get them back into loving it and doing it for fun also yeah, that is, that's challenging. I even struggle with that yeah. sometimes because I have mm -hmm. a blog that I write, but I also use, I, I have like journals upon journals that I do for myself. And I think it's really about dedicating the time specifically to that one area um, and finding ways to connect it to other um, elements of personal enjoyment. Mm -hmm. You know, I talk a lot about also I'm setting actionable intentions because a lot of times I feel like we set an intention and we just lose it because there's no action associated or plan associated with it and the more that we can associate our intentions with a group of actions then I think the more likely it is to benefit us and to actually go go through with it you know yeah. Um, but yeah it's a it's a challenge when your personal creative expression is also a professional or like or school related activity because um, it can feel like burnout but when you actually dedicate the time to separate to separate meanings and separate purposes for those it can be more fulfilling than we realize it's just again that grit getting and doing it you know <laughs> yeah that's so funny you say burnout because I have um 
another business and career. And I write for morning radio shows throughout the United States. But then I also do like a health and wellness blog. And in my health and wellness blog, I think I try so much and then I get like writer's block with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying too hard constantly. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling myself it's okay and to back off. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. It's about finding that balance. (laughs) Yeah. So you mentioned... um, journaling um can you take us through like and I ask um this to a lot of my guests um like a morning do you have a morning routine that you do and then a routine to get you into the creative mindset I guess yeah mine um I love coffee so mine yeah my routines (laughs) like associate around making a cup of coffee and Um, I am obsessed with my French press. And so when I begin to use my my French press and I'm pouring like the hot water in and the coffee and getting it all set, the moment that that lid goes on to the the French press and I'm pushing it down, like that's when I feel, it's almost like a meditative experience for me. I feel just like, okay, I'm setting myself up for creative time and I'm getting myself ready and prepared. And that's also why I talk about in my book, your environment, because it's such an important aspect of creative inspiration. You know, Mm -hmm. how you feel in the space, if it's a safe space that you can explore in and be curious in and experiment in and um, how it makes you feel. Like if it's light and bright and airy or if it's stingy and dark, you know, we would think of creativity in different mindsets in those different places. And so mine starts with a cup of coffee and then it moves into my bright and airy like office. I keep my office as clutter-free as possible. (laughs) You know, like cleaning it out is part of the process and making sure that it's organized and ready for the next time that I'm ready to be creative again. Um, And So that's like, that's my, that's probably my main focus of creative time. Um, But one of my favorite routines is definitely my nighttime routine where I have a cup of chamomile tea and I do a gratitude journal at night, just like sitting in my bed. It's like the five things you go to bed happy and you wake up remembering those things. And it's just helped me end my days and start my day so much better than like falling asleep to the TV, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started um, a gratitude list too, like a few months ago. And then also um, I listened, I started like meditating at night too, instead of just like, again, watching TV and then going mm-hmm. to bed so I can like relax more. Yeah. Um, so do you think, cause my desk is always, plen- I'm in my office right now and I cleaned it up a little bit right now but my desk is always cluttered and my husband gets so mad at me because it's like (laughs) my office is the first I work from home my office is the first thing you see when you walk in the door do you think (laughs) that could be like getting in my way of creativity like I should or that's just works for you I mean it works for me I have I know Mm -hmm like my grandfather he was an artist and everywhere you went it was a mess like we (laughs) called it the chaos space because like you would find just the most random stuff embedded in the floor because of paint like forks like like painted to the floor and the walls like pens everywhere it was it was such a mess but um and sometimes that helps like keep us in the creative flow Mm -hmm. um the like chaos around us but for me 
if there's chaos around me, it distracts me and it yeah. pulls me away. I don't know if you've read the book, um, the, um, by Stephen Pressfield, it's the war of art or the art of war, one of those, but, um, I think it's the war of art, but he talks a lot about resistance in that book and resistance shows up as procrastination and mm-hmm. in distraction. And so if you find yourself like knowing, okay, like now I'm going to be creative, but you're putting it off or you're finding something else that's more important, or you're not really making the time for it, that's resistance. And it's one of the biggest enemies of creative growth for sure. Mm-hmm. And that that's a fantastic book. Of course, like, I can't believe I can't remember the exact title of it but (laughs) it's one of those titles but it's um a really amazing just like it's actually a really good reminder that there are other forces and like other things in our minds that are helping us but also deterring us from our goals and it's not meant to be a bad thing it's meant to be a survival mechanism it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. helping us and the more that we recognize and realize that those voices in our head are there to help us and that we're supposed to make friends with them, not be enemies with them, especially our own minds, um, the more we can experiment and be curious and be creative. Yeah, that kind of brings me to the next question um, I have. So I journal, I write a blog I, and, you know, I create yoga classes and I love being creative. Um, really now I'm really, really going through a huge block, block in everything. Do you, is, do you have any advice or, you know, just keep journaling and, you know, maybe something will spark or it's just a downtime for me? <laughs> well, rest is definitely important for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like when I'm feeling moments of, of creative block or of like not having the motivation to continue or to, um, to meet my obligations and stuff like that. Um, it comes down to me doing something for me again, whether, and that doesn't have to be in like the writing realm either. Sometimes if I'm like struggling in the writing realm, I will like play my favorite musical soundtrack or something, you know, like Hamilton, bust it out and rap along with it and like just get out of my own head for a little bit and um, like use that time as just like a a time to have fun and play with creativity again and like reminding myself that this can be fun. Mm Because I think that that's also what makes it so difficult for us as creatives to always go 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 because it comes from within you know it's not something that we go and pick out and like read somewhere else or whatever you know when we're creating it's authentic and it's genuine and it comes from within and when we forget that that can be fun we can lose sight of what we're doing and we can lose that motivation and we can feel that block when um, really it's probably just like taking a step back and just trying to do something different and having fun with it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, Can you tell the listeners where they can find you on Instagram? And I'll leave this in the show notes and um, I'll leave your website in the show notes also. Yeah, sure. So my website is rosegaylor.com. 
And you can also get my book on Amazon. And I'm on Instagram at the creativity gene. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode on Fit, Fun, and Frazzled with my guest, Rose. If you like this episode and it resonated with you, please share it with someone. Please share it on social media. Tag myself and Rose. You can find Rose on Instagram at the creativity gene and you can find her website at rosegabler.com that is r-o-s-e-g-a-b-l-e-r.com please like my podcast subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating and review as always i hope everyone has a wonderful day